Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Oh! <laughs> Welcome Ooh! to the Castle View. <laughs> Castle View. Paul's awful musical Jeez, tonight. Paul, you've been watching Woo! some shows. So, I've been watching Glee, yeah. I love that show, by the way. I'm just going to say. That was an absolute quality show. I have uh, never, oh. s- well, never properly watched it. I think I've maybe seen an episode here or there, but like never watched it properly. Nah, I had the box set and everything. Oh, mate. You would, yeah. No, but it was absolute quality. And speaking of musical numbers that are absolute quality, 10 days, Eurovision. Nine days. 10 days. 10 days till Eurovision. That is also a guilty pleasure of mine. Is the Eurovision. Are Australia partaking, given their quarantine stance? Oh, I don't know. I mean, they've they've kind of like, they should have fucked off by now anyway. It should have been like a once and done thing for them. So, like, now's an opportunity for them just to say, right, let's back out. Uh, but now they're in, they're probably in permanently, I would guess. I have to say, it's not something that I've ever watched a huge amount of. I it used to be a guilty pleasure of mine as well, kind of similar to Callum, but I'm not caught the last couple of years. But like all through, kind of like the noughties, yeah, I I didn't like. It was actually it was more the voting. It wasn't even the songs. I oh, just I, used to like I when get the votes are coming at, in. Yeah, at the block voting that used to yeah. still happens. Yeah. I That's, have to say, when I have watched it, it's always been like Terry Wogan was top notch. Yes, and it's just like sarcasm and I, I don't mind Graham Norton to be fair, He's to be fair well. yeah he yeah uh, but Terry was Terry uh, was Terry so like, you get yeah. semi-finals and Scott Mills for Radio 1's out and you're like nah Scott away home it's like the BBC are always like we are not paying for three nights of Graham Norton so we will get Scott Mills instead yeah, yeah I've never watched the semi-finals it's just finals night and even oh. then as I say it's like it's the voting it's like a he only turns out for the big games, does Paul? Yeah, uh, it's like a yeah fair weather fan. Fun. Yeah, but no, it's like a, a a run chase or something like that in cricket, eh? Where you're like, oh, Finland are in the lead here, but we've still got the Balkan countries to come, and they all vote in a block. Oh, what's going on here? Moldova are in with a chance. Oh, <laughs> See, in recent years, the block voting's definitely kind of taken over. Like, it's really obvious because you're like that song was pish, and then all of a sudden it's fourth, and you're like. All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it was by a former Yugoslavian republic, yeah, nation. Then it's just like, yeah, whatever. It was crap. <laughs> now, am I right in saying that the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia is now North Macedonia? Yes, because like the Greeks or something like that kicked off at them calling themselves Macedonia because there's it? a region in Greece, the northern sort of the region that's on the border with Macedonia. Is also called Macedonia. Macedonia. Yeah, right. so Macedonia is that larger area. And the what was the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia is what, the north two-thirds of it? I mean, that is also one of the most disappointing things about that getting renamed, because that we was one of the things as I enjoyed about Eurovision. They were like, and now we go over to the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia! And the guys drop dead from pronouncing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just North Macedonia. No one gives a North shit Macedonia, about formerly known as the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia. <laughs> <laughs> formerly part of Yugoslavia, formerly part of the USSR. <laughs> the, <laughs> the artist formerly known as the former Yugoslavian Republic of Macedonia. Back in the USSR. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it wasn't part of the USSR. I, well, a lot of stuff over there was, so I just claimed it. <laughs> 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 Hoped for the best. It was east of Italy, so, <laughs> you know, probably was. Yeah. <laughs> that neck of the woods, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I have no idea, really, which countries were. And, I know Ukraine was. But yeah, I've got, and, and then like, like was and Latvia and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> soon will become yeah. again. <laughs> That's what happens when you've got a TV actor being your president. Putin goes, "Yes, I will have you. Thank you." <laughs> and did they not also have one of the Klitschkos as a president? Not as a president. No, he's a politician. Or is he just a mayor think... or something? Is he? He's he's, he's in he's politics. A, but yeah, he's he not. Um, th- did, did he run? I thought he, I thought he ran. Possibly, it but it's some. It's the guy who did like the Ukrainian office or something. <laughs> Ukrainian office. Oh no, it was <laughs> no. In fact, what it was, he was famous for. It was a sitcom about being the president. So it'd be like Kevin Spacey coming out as the next American president. I mean, that president. would be pretty wild. Like, <laughs> I mean, they've had Donald, so let's yeah. be fair. Is uh, it? But that that would be some comeback from him. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm now trying to find out which... What does... Yeah. It's Vitaly, isn't it? It is Vitaly. A Ukrainian politician, right? He's the mayor of Kiev. That's what he is. Cool. There so he's are. a chicken. Yeah. So now, Gal- speaking okay. of boxers, I have seen <laughs> just yesterday, once again, apparently, Fury Joshua is on the cards it's always on again off Saudi again Arabia, but Saudi Arabia yeah. yep yeah. they're talking nice about. bit of sports washing there yep well I'm still holding out hope for some further sports washing with the takeover debacle getting <laughs> brought back again for my boys this summer but I don't hold out too much hope you but yeah that that's going to be a massive bout if it goes ahead you Absolutely do wonder massive. how these two massive British boxers how this just is not like Wembley Stadium yeah Right. Well, it's money, obviously. I, I know. Yes, it is, I know. Yeah, you think that you think it is a bit of a shame that you wonder if there's still because it's August, and I know there is obviously the belief that COVID restrictions certainly in England will disappear on June the twenty first, but it's whether there's still a um, capacity limit. Yeah, because yeah, I think the thought is there's they did kind of say that it will more or less disappear, but. Yeah. There'll still have to be some things, and ma- like absolute mass gatherings are yeah. probably. So you wonder if fight two, because it's a two fight deal apparently. Mm. So you wonder if the second fight would be at Wembley. Uh, yeah, because at can... that point you'll get a sellout. I'm I'm not at all surprised it's a two fight deal, both because of the money, but also you've got to think that both fighters will think well. If I lose my titles here, I want a rematch so yeah. that at least I can claw them both back. You know, it's it's an obvious safety yeah. net for them both. Yeah, I mean that at Wembley, I'd I'd be well up for that. Oh hell yes, yeah. I mean I've but never been to a live boxing match, but oh, oh yeah, dread to think. Re-mortgaging I've only been to home. one. I went to I won <laughs> I won tickets in a raffle for uh, a boxing event at the Lagoon Leisure Centre in Paisley, which actually holds quite a few boxing matches. Um, wild, I know. Sounds I wild, know. but well the. The title fight was a Scottish Championship fight, um, so it wasn't a total irrelevance. Um, but I, up until that point, I'd been someone that really didn't rate boxing at all. But see, when you're like in the room and you see what are 
obviously two fairly talented boxers, certainly at a national level, yeah, going against each other, and how actually how tactical it is, mm. which I'd never really appreciated before that point. But yeah, live boxing something I would definitely go see again. See, I think a lot of boxing is actually quite entertaining. But the problem is, even though it's the glamour division, the one that's boring is the heavyweights. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was like a flyweight or something title fight. So two smaller guys, and there it is. It is much more tactical because neither has the mass to land a proper knockout blow. Aye. And so you've got to win flying. on scoring. Yeah. No, I mean, I know that middleweight is kind of seen as the glory division, but even below middleweight, I think you get some absolutely cracking fights, you know, like flyweight and bantamweight and featherweight and all that kind of stuff. But even like the middleweight and the sort of super middleweight, they've got that advantage. They've still got a bit more speed about them compared to like the heavyweight mm. guys. And that's, and so it's still that bit more entertaining, I think. There's probably, that's probably quite a balanced sort of weight where you've got a bit of both sides yeah. of it. It's just when you see two like absolute sluggers just they're throwing about half a dozen punches around and the rest of the time they're just like circling around each other mm. or hugging each other in the middle of the ring and you're just like this is not entertaining. Yeah. Why would people pay like twenty five pound pay per view for this? Well, there's also the fact that like the likes of Ruiz, who you know beat Joshua, yeah. you couldn't get someone who's that badly out of shape at middleweight winning a title. No. You know, yeah. if they just had got their courtesy of being fat and not being fit, like they'd get slaughtered. Absolutely yeah. slaughtered. There's like there's definitely more dead weight in that division, no pun intended. But pay per view money in boxing does seem to be becoming a bit mental though. Like I feel like it's getting to the point where the big fights, you'd have to be really into it. Yeah. For it to be it worth is, the yeah. pain. It's it is I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if this Joshua Fury fight is north of forty. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised in yeah. the slightest. No. I'm really hoping that the likes of the Foundry and that are open properly and just in showing the fight and everything. Again, I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be by then Although as well. I hope they will. Although it broadcast that. You would think they would schedule no. it to a UK audience. I would imagine so. so. Yeah. With if anything... That the... With them going east as well. Ah, they'll be fighting at like 2am or yeah, something. Yeah, they will. they'll want to fight also at a time that they can get the America like, still have a chance of having Americans watching it as well, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll be late evening, you've got to think. Something like 10 o'clock or something like that, 10 p.m. Yeah. yeah, our time. Our time, yeah. yeah. The other thing that is a bit of a sad state of affairs for boxing, though, is the fact that a lot of the real massive fights in recent years have just been total mismatches, like Mayweather v. McGregor, and Mayweather's now going to be fighting well, that right, Jake okay. Paul. Or... They're... No, they're, they're not real, though. I know they're, they're not real, but in terms of... They're basically exhibitions. They are exhibitions, but in terms of biggest pay-per-view purchases and things like that, they they have sold massively, which is just... It's a real shame, I think. It is, and I think it damages boxing. I agree, yeah. It just it becomes a farce. Yeah, there was one of the BBC writers wrote about that, that they just felt these fights just were doing no good for the sport whatsoever. L- no. Not in the long term, no, definitely not. I mean, the people are just seeing the money and going, no, great money. But, yeah, for the, for the long-term health of the sport, what I don't understand really is why the sort of um, the boards of control are sanctioning these bouts. Probably money, again, money probably. as well. Yeah. Like, they'll be taking a but cut. Like, wait, like, Floyd Mayweather, 
arguably the greatest pound for pound boxer, certainly the last couple of decades, mm-hmm. against some YouTube Hadi. Like, wait, what? What? How's that even safe? I know. At least with Mayweather, uh, sorry, not Ma- uh, McGregor. At least you could say, yeah, you know, world champion martial a artist, and like, yeah, yeah he was exactly. at least a combat athlete. He knows how to take a punch, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but. No, like I agree. This this is such a mismatch that it's. But if you're a professional boxer, like it's not it's not his first fight. Yeah. So the problem is, is how that becomes dangerous territory if you go well. You're a professional boxer, but we're not letting you fight a professional bout because the other guy's too good. I know it's a combat sport, and which is different to some other sports, but. Does yeah, it not make a mockery of you're being just, pro yeah, boxer? You're, de- you're deciding the outcome. He started, also yeah. wasn't a professional boxer until he had this first... Was it a YouTube fight? Another one, YouTube yeah, KSI, KSI, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So it was two oh, YouTubers. Not. Why was that sanctioned? Probably because they were at a similar level. But as you say, Callum, it's like they're, now that they have then been sanctioned for that, it's like a backdoor into being sanctioned full stop. And like it's just... It's, it's not what was intended. I don't no, think. no, I don't believe it was, but I'm just saying I can understand the sort of I could see there being an argument to say, well, if we've let them be a pro boxer, yeah, like, you can't yeah. then go, well, actually, that guy's too good for you, because then yes. you, it messes the whole. You'd have to start having like almost like semi or like divisions within it that it's like you can't get and yeah. that's promotion relegation type stuff like how do you decide that and it mm. probably just starts making the whole thing a bit confusing for the watchers and I suppose you, there's always been journeyman boxers as well who have generally been useless and they just fight to yeah. earn a little bit of cash Aye. yeah but you know they fought 50 times and won once yeah so Aye, but they've probably fought quite they've probably fought quite big name like yeah, they just accept that they're going to lose fights, but they'll fight big names who are on their way up or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you'd never get this in the likes of MMA, interestingly. And is that a sport that either of you two nah. ever watch? No. Nah. I watched it for a wee so, while, and then yeah, I just never really got hooked on it. But again, it's kind of like seems to have a lot of pay per view to it and stuff. And I'm just not really into sports that, if I have to pay for a sports channel, I then have to pay more money to watch. Yeah, I should be into it, I think. Like, everything points to, like, I should be into it because I enjoy the more tactical elements of boxing. And if anything, it's even more tactical, you know, MMA. And yet, yeah. every time I watch that, I'm just like, nah, I don't know. Uh, like, my issue with MMA, so one of the reasons I never really got into boxing was I just couldn't understand the appeal of watching folk just punch each other for fun. Until I understand, understood that there was more of a tactical element to it and an actual sort of skill involved in things. And while MMA has that to an extent, what I don't like about it is that when someone scores a knockout in MMA, boy will be lying unconscious and then they just like pile in and land another four or five punches to their head. Aye, before yeah. the referee well, can get himself. Out. And I just, I, that's so unnecessary. Proper like barb. Yes, it is. Yeah. But even it's the like cages of it's it's like days of cockfighting and all uh, that. Yeah. But like even the, the cage, like yeah. Yeah, it's just like a fence. Like it's such like it's just a fence that's yeah. penned in. Like yeah. they're just ca- they are just caged yeah. animals. And when you see some of the like the submission holds they go for and things like that, it's like almost twisting arms out of sockets and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, geez, folk out. yeah, like 
it's a level of barbarity over and above boxing. Yeah. For sure. See, I, when the Olympics is on, I quite like watching like the judo and stuff, but it has that element of control. Like, they're trying to pin them and whatever and flip them and whatever else. But uh, you don't then see them just, like, stomping on their head once yeah. they're down on the mat. Yeah. And there's that... It sort of has quite a good balance between being a combat sport but having control to it. Yeah. I th- I think you will have done, Andrew, because I think it was Steve that popped this in one of the group chats, but did either of you guys see the clip from an MMA fight in the last week or so where a guy within first 10 seconds of the fight... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> kicked, kicked a guy. I don't know if you've seen this guy. I've not seen it, no. Uh, went in for a kick, and as he connected with the other guy's shin, his own leg just completely snaps in two... And that's the fight just done. So it's like the yeah. other guy hadn't well, even landed a, ble- a blow could, yet. I'll like just pause the podcast while I go and spew at the image of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just yeah. a nice shin-to-shin contact and the other boy's shin was just harder. Yeah. And his just snapped into. Ooh. Yeah. Quality. Absolutely <laughs> brutal. That's the side of it as well, I think. That like in well, boxing. Fair, that that, that was could just unfortunate. Well, and that, like, that could happen in kickboxing or well, whatever I know, I know as well. It could, but I know that that happens more regularly than in boxing like in boxing you do see some brutal knockout punches but then you know they tend to recover post fight and get up and and what but you'll see leg breaks and arm breaks and things like that far more regularly in MA. it's not every single fight obviously but it's regular enough that I i'm just like, i don't want to watch it yeah i think it's just because kicking is involved and Probably, kicking yeah. is generally more powerful than punching. But I suppose they're also ki- they're using more of their body, whereas even things like kickboxing, you're very much using the foot. Whereas, yeah. like, mm. so you probably wouldn't end up with a sort of. I'm not saying you could never end up with it, but you'd be less likely to have like a shin to shin coming together. Yeah. But because they can knee folk and things like that, it opens up far more of your body to exposed shattering. Well, just disgusting. Mm. I just don't um, need that yeah. image in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did either of you two ever get I imagine you did Callum get oh. into fights back in school and stuff like absolutely. that absolutely yeah when yeah. primary school not so much I, secondary say, I can't remember you in but. fights at school and nah yeah. but to be fair actually aside from the absolute wasters very few people in our secondary school despite it not having a very good reputation actually fought I remember there being a fight down at the shops locally to, to our school um down at North Mutant for anyone that um, knows Perth. And there must have been about 300 people mm. watching this fight. And it was some absolute head case had fallen out with one of the inbred families of, of the city. And there was about four of them. And this guy just absolutely... He was in our year. I'll, I'll not mention his name for obvious reasons because given what he did to these four people, I don't want to come after me just in case he's <laughs> across the podcast. But like one of the, they were just like, there was four of them and he just absolutely annihilated. He would be the ideal kind of guy to be in MMA. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he became a bouncer or something. I remember being like, whoa, I'm not messing with this. Getting chucked out of that, here. So, yeah. uh, um, I, I do was... remember that fight. In the, like because there was a load of us from our school so ah, possibly, that went down but, to it as well, but I can't remember who it was that was. Fight, but I remember that fight down in like. North I'll name names off there. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had one guy in our school who was into MMA um, and competed at like a Scottish level. I think he went in for the British Championships at one point as well. He was the year below. Um, but I remember being in the gym at school one time as well and saying, "Oh, come on, like give me a punch, but I'll hold." mats and like the kind of mats you do setups on and that i'll hold like a mat in front of me and he's like no you'll need like 10 if i'm gonna punch you and i'm like yeah right okay 
did punch me in like oh my word like I needed 40 mats there just absolutely <laughs> crippled me um, but he was just a head case and that he never ever hit anybody because a lot of the time with these martial arts they do have it drilled into them that it's self-defense only and you're yeah. not meant to, but what not MMA do, though well so he had got into it through like karate when he was younger and then uh, taekwondo or you know whatever so he'd, he'd done a few of them so he never actually got involved in any fights in school, but if somebody um, like pissed him off or anything like that, he would go along to the lockers, and he would just kick the shit out of your locker, and then like the door but was like, just hanging off, it. and yeah, and it's like right, I deal with it, and like people would come along and nick your stuff, and uh, you know, it's just <laughs> just a nightmare. And you're like, oh, he's at it again. Because <laughs> I actually took we took our son out of he started doing some like kids MMA stuff. And it was just like, that was actually the problem we found. And there was a whole load of them from his class started doing it. And like, you just heard the stories of the playground and it was just mental. Like they were all just practicing on each other because there was literally <laughs> no, there was no control element was getting taught to it. Like, mm. and I remember kind of going along to karate and stuff and even kickboxing for a short period of time. And it was always very much, it was like, you don't use this like out with this. Yeah. I um, remember... I did karate at school and um, there was someone did was showing off out with and it had come back to the, the teacher because it was done through school. Aye. Um, and they were given a stern word. A stern word of, yeah, that is not acceptable. Aye. Yeah. How far did you get in karate? Like, not very. Bronze medal at the club championship for something. Can't remember what, but I got a medal. There were th- <laughs> there was three. <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I won one bout. There was I won four. one bout. <laughs> like I, I all I, I know is like black belt is the top one. Ah, but then is you it get like white belt when you're a novice about or three or four gradings. There's quite a lot. There's, Aye, yeah, there's but you get black belt and then there's like dance. I on think the, it goes is it yeah. eight eight dance something like that. I think. And it's like you then get like symbols on your belt, like, yeah, and stuff. So, and the folk that do it like are absolutely dedicated, though. Like you would not me- want to mess with these people, even though they like you, they've got control. You just look at them and you're like, "Mate, I'm not crossing you. You're just." But I think a lot of folk get to black, and then I think it's quite hard to get to progress. Beyond. A lot of these things, like get the dance and stuff. I think you have got to be proper. Yeah. Like a grinding Call of Duty, like, and then Prestige, and Prestige <laughs> again. <laughs> Our reference is absolutely over Woo! my head. Straight but <laughs> we'll just laugh along and do it, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, so Paul, get down, Paul. Yeah. We're talking about Fortnite next. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> Paul, was, stop dancing. Paul, actually, stop I was dancing. I talking to one of the boys in my team about that today, actually. He was playing it just last night, and I was like, God, is that still going? What? Is is someone but, in your team twelve? No, uh, like twenty four, twenty five. However, he said it was the first time he's played it in about two years, and he was just like, "Yeah, I f- totally remember why I gave this up." Like, it's just full of eight and nine year olds yeah. who are stomping me. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. son plays it. Yeah. He's ten, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all, everyone who did play it, who was a gamer, like an older gamer, migrated into Call of Duty Warzone, and so it's because just it's an adult game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my son's played Fortnite as well, and I'm just like, this is terrible. Yeah, I guess when it came out, it was new to that niche. Like, it, it was one of the biggest Battle Royale-style well, PlayStation free. game. Yeah. And it was free as well. So, 
it, it, it was then a matter of time before the likes of COD and other games like Apex Legends and things thing like that, that came It was the really out, did so. um, cross-platform play as well, yeah. yeah. To a big scale as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So there was all sorts of reasons I can see why it attracted an older audience, but then that older audience was bound to desert it when a more mature game like COD yeah. decided we were going to create our version of it. Yeah. But it had that niche for a good couple of years. I remember just geeking out on World of Warcraft when I was younger, so that's how cool I was. That's still going now. Like, that's got such a... Like, within its following, but they're th- rabid for it. I think it's, like, become a bit more niche now, Like, mm. but the folk who are still on it are diehard. Oh, yeah. It wasn't something I was ever hugely into. RuneScape. RuneScape. That was oh. the boy. RuneScape. Jeez. RuneScape. Cyber Nations, Cal. Cyber Nations. Oh. oh. That was a belter. R- Scotland forever, pal. Yeah. It was, it was always just FIFA, <laughs> and FIFA and Pro Evo growing up for me. I'm disgracing myself that I used to be in charge of a alliance called Scotland Forever. I mean, what was I doing? <laughs> Clearly also full of absolute nationalists. And, oh. and I, I was just oblivious to that fact at that age. <laughs> what was the other one that we used to play? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was called. Tribal Wars, was it? Oh, there, there was that, that was but that that's not that. what I'm thinking of. Um, it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> 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 no, what was the other one? Where, um, Dark... Oh, you know the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Dark Souls. <laughs> no. Oh! <laughs> Hey, we used to play on like computer at yeah, school. Yeah, that's the one. Oh. This is Rivet and Listening. I know. It's for you guys. Paul, if you, just, if you could just, you know, fill the gap, I'll touch it. Dark. I've got Dark Knight in my head, but that's Batman. What's the premise of the game while we wait for Callum to search for it? So, did you have. Were you a character? Or were you a nation? No, you like built up. You were a race. So you're either race. like orc Oh, of course or Callum was involved and, in this. And all, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And then you built up like warriors and then you'd like attack players and you'd have so many turns like a day and all that ah, kind of stuff. Ah, yeah, you're right. Um, oh, what is... Oh, that's going to annoy me. <laughs> I'm going to have to start a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's listening anyway. So S- good. Sounds like an early version of like Clash of Clans or something like that. But yeah, possibly. I mean, there was no graphics involved. It was just kind of a page. It was a sort of it was text just like base. A click. Yeah. Yeah. I remember on in computing in school, which shows you that the fact that it was always computing shows you how much of a joke that subject was. But I remember playing various games. On Micebreaker um, and Miniclap. Yeah, and there was one like attack the castle or attack the fort or something like that was called, and it was just stick men running across the oh, screen and attacking this oh. castle, and you could just like level up your castle so that it would have better defenses to keep the stick men away. Um, and it was just called something that simple, just attack oh. the yeah. And penguin golf. I don't know if you ever played penguin golf or I think. Oh, where you pinged the ping? You were a yeti, and the penguin was a golf ball, and the the yeti had a flamingo that he used as a golf club to smack the penguin as far as it possibly could. The games, man. Is it Dark Throne? Dark Throne. That's what it was. Sorry, now that we've solved that riddle. There Quality we right, we can move on. Yeah. Um, the listeners I mean, are I was a fan bored. of just eight ball pool on many clubs. I was going to say 3D pool. Yeah. It's on, I don't know why it was called 3D pool. I mean, I suppose it was kind of 3D, but 
it's definitely 2D to my eyes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, the effects of it were yeah, somewhat... Yeah, it gave you different angles. It was, <laughs> was, it, was this in computing, sorry? Or was this oh, like uh, the version always. you get... Oh, right. Always. Because <laughs> like, I'd had that pull app. Because um, like, that was huge. It's one of the biggest games on like the App Store. And that oh, still, yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I've noticed many clips are now into the sort of the mobile game. I downloaded something to pass the time the other week. And it came up mini clip. I was like, oh, there's a blast in the past. Or like these car parking games. <laughs> you just drive around yeah. parking a car. <laughs> I find it interesting how so many of these games become enormous and then very, very quickly they die off. And I think this Flappy is... Birds. Uh, yeah, Flappy Birds. Flappy Birds and Candy Crush. There's no and bl- depth yeah. to them, though. Yeah. I mean, they just you're doing the same thing. Over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this this is where I find things like esports interesting in that I'm not sure how esports are going to be able to overtake sports sports if... Because even something like Fortnite, which actually has quite in-depth game mechanics to it, like, it's now dead. Like, it had its popularity. They held a World Cup for it, and now it's it's completely peaked. Is it dead, though? Like, when I wonder if they're still using it. I wonder like, if the future for, like, esports might be something like for football, if you have 11 players on a team and, like, each player controls a player. Because the only way I can see it being able... The problem they have is just now is that esports play... Like, if they're playing football, they're playing on FIFA. Yeah. So you have to have a popular real-life sport for that model to work because you've got, like, oh, you've got Ronaldo, you've got Messi and all that kind of thing. And I know that there is a popularity amongst the teams and stuff within esports. But without that fundamental football following, you don't get the esport version of it to me. Yeah. Whereas if you can get, I suppose if you developed a way for to have like 11 players, well, as e players, they may get, a, you know, you might have the e Ronaldo, you know, sort of like yeah, e Ronaldo, yeah. whoever it would be. And that's the only real model I could see it starting to get interesting, where you're actually appreciating this quality of that player. Yeah, because they do have that to some extent with like certain games. So like there's teams like FaZe are one of the big teams, and they'll sign stars who have... Like there was one of them, Tfue, for example, in Fortnite. Like he was just the best at Fortnite for a period of time. And then there'll be other ones who are like the best at Call of Duty. Oh, like and League stuff of like Legends that. is but, like that, isn't yeah. it? It's like each player is a player. Yeah. Like, they have their own character within the team, I'm sure. Yeah, they do. But, yeah, I I do wonder if when things like virtual reality eventually become mass market enough, will you get different sports that emerge where, like you're saying, it's like you're a player on a team and the sport itself is virtual and is, like, electronic, but you're just doing um, something in virtual reality? like baseball and cricket. Like, especially from the batting point of view, that yeah. would feed in very easily to, like, virtual reality esports. And to be honest, for baseball, pitching is... Like, baseball probably would be one that would translate quite easily because of the, like, mechanics of the person yeah. and what's involved. You'd probably be able to hook that up to VR more easily. See, I, I think, though, why would you not just want to see it live in the flesh? Oh, I absolutely And agree so th- this is where I think, like, you would almost want the eSport to like it would be a new sport that is created where it's not something that can be done in the real world because of i don't know some practical i don't know say it involved that you had to fly i'm just picking something out my ass that we can't do in real life but you could do it in a game simulator and that's what the niche of that particular sport is 
But that's where I suppose things like I don't know enough about League of Legends, so it definitely is. But it's like an esport. It's not trying to be something else. It's its own game and its yeah. own right. And I think fair enough. I just think like FIFA as an esport is just a total con to me. Oh yeah, their entire business model is just create a new game every year to update all of the team lists and no, just no, coin in. Yeah, create a new game. No, create the same game. Yeah, every year. <laughs> yeah, with they've, slightly updated graphics just, and commentary and team and lists Apple and things just like have that. The same. You know, they just have the same, same business model yeah. and it works because morons like to buy the same thing every year. Yeah. There, there's no reason that with today's tech they couldn't just have that you buy FIFA and every year you download a new patch. Even if you pay £5 or £10 or something for a patch. Yeah. like And it updates the graphics and it updates the player lists and yeah. all of that stuff. The but money they... that FIFA must make, like with these packs and cards and all yeah. that, is insane. Enormous. I see Andrew reaching for like his phone. Here, I, was just your, I was just kind of looking into your comment that Fortnite is dead. As it came into 2021, Fortnite was still growing. Still growing. Still growing. But they brought out Fortnite 2, which I thought was a flop. Is my understanding of the it. The Fortnite season two, yeah, it, oh, it dropped two. off. Sig- it, user base did drop off significantly. Oh, but an article I read there said it was still growing in terms of users up into 2021, which oh, is that's... it'd be interesting to know the demographic of the users. I suppose it would yeah. be impossible to know because, as we said, most of them are probably eight, nine, ten year olds, and the minimum age for it is twelve. So, aye, so they're playing. It's just not going to be, yeah. I know, but I'm just meaning it would be interesting to know, is it still got an appeal to... as or You'll get the top guys on Fortnite who are like making videos and stuff and are making money from it. They will continue to play it. But is your average adult gamer still going on to Fortnite? And I... I, I get the impression, no, but I don't know enough about yeah, the yeah, Any adults I know that play it, play it with their kids. Yeah. This, yeah. all of the C- so when the World Cup was on two years ago, almost all of them have abandoned it now in favour of Call of Duty. But there are other streamers who were decent, but they're only good enough to stream. They wouldn't have seriously qualified for the World Cup yeah. or anything like that. But they continue on it because on YouTube and Twitch and all of these kind of stuff like that's that's where they make all their income. I'm so. sorry, but like Twitch is so sad sitting watching somebody else playing a game i've never got this it's like people who watch the game being like not battle royale games but like story mode games and they sit and watch other people playing the story mode of a game i'm like that is so incredibly sad I, i was just about to say is that not the exact same as us watching football or cricket or rugby or anything else but then you said story mode, and I was like, right, okay, I get you then. Because, yeah, if you, why would you not just play the game yourself? But I think it is slightly different with something like Call of Duty or with Fortnite or something where it's a battle royale, and you're actually watching... But you're not watching, like, one... Per- like, if you're on Twitch, you're not watching, like, one person going at it on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, whereas, see, I, I, can, I can somewhat understand people watching the match kind of situation, you know, whatever yeah. it is. I, I'm not really sure I care... But then I'm not a gamer, so, so the, that's maybe the, unfair, on the but. story mode side of it. Well, I don't understand people that just sit and watch story mode. There are times where I've been playing a game and there's a bit that you can't get past, and then you go right YouTube. But that's more like a tutorial. Yes, that, exactly. Yeah. That, that's what I'm getting at. Is that 
I can understand why people would create these sort of tutorial videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just going back to Ultimate Team, EA revenue from FIFA Ultimate Team in 2020. Let's have a guess. Figures in dollars. Revenue, so not profit. I reckon I'll give something us like it, $2 billion. I was going to say, is it? Oh, I, that's what the question I was going to ask. Is it oh, above or below a billion? I'll go one and a half. 1.49. Oh! 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 Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> what that one? 0.49 bugger. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. That is You're now going to hear some bizarre leaner. noises on this podcast. Yeah, $1.49 billion in 2020. It was up 120 But that's million. just from, from Ultimate Team. Yes. So that's not even from game revenue. Like game sales. Yeah, so the actual physical scale, physical sales of the game itself are on top of that. Well, that is insane. Yeah. And they're not really doing anything to it. It's my, I mean, my understanding is pretty much if you played FIFA 2003, you probably have played the latest version just with different players. Yeah. And the graphics you're, are you're better. You're buying packs. And stuff. It's like in Fortnite when you buy a new skin. Like All you're doing is wearing, getting a new looking character to play. But the growth in it is exceptional. So in 2015, it was... I'll bless you. Apologies for that. Um, so in 2015, 587 million dollars of uh, ultimate team revenue, then 660, 775, and a big jump in 2018 up to 1.18 billion, then 1.37, then 1.49. So that will be when they've altered their business model, having seen what Fortnite and similar games like that were doing, where it was just like there was the store element yeah. and things like that i mean i know they had ultimate team before that because you've obviously read out the figures for it but like the, just changing the model around microtransactions yeah. overall mm. ea's revenue topped 5.5 billion so yeah because they'll have like nba and nfl and all of those ones over in the states won't they which yeah. will have yeah, similar FIFA, stuff so like that... ultimate team is over a quarter yeah i was gonna say I mean, and if you then revenue. consider there's, yeah. e- there's then fifa sales on top of that i mean fifa can't be a hell of a long way away from being half of the revenue i wouldn't have thought probably not yeah and i mean ea is not just sports they do ea of all sorts of stuff so yeah yeah, that's absolutely enormous. And if you think of it, they've got like some some subsidiaries as well, like Sims is EA. Like, so I mean, that's quite big in that sort of market and stuff. I also can't see where like the threat comes from for them. Like, they've captured, especially in FIFA, like they've got that market captured. They did have the likes of Pro Evo to contend with in the early days, but that's well and truly gone. So. Uh, the only threat to them is if some of these, like, if, like, FIFA turned around and, like, they would have to go, we're going to go to another studio yeah. who are going to make it, but we're licensed, like, we're just taking most of the money ourselves. But that, what studio is going to do that? Yeah, yeah. And that's why FIFA was the one that thrived, because it had all the proper licensing. Yeah, yeah. no one wanted to be Glasgow Green v Glasgow Blue. Like, that was just like, yes, this is terrible. Yeah. What I could never understand was how Pro Evo managed to get it was like two or three per year teams that they could license, and that was it. Did Juventus not do that recently? Yeah, yeah. Because I vividly remember there was one year where it was Newcastle 
because they had Michael Owen on the front cover of the box and everything like that. And it was Newcastle and Aston Villa were the two. And I was like, well, Were they in why? the championship at that point or something? No. No, no, they were both Owen in the top up. tier. Um, but yeah, you had Newcastle United, Aston Villa, and then it would be like Manchester Red. Yeah. Yeah. By the, I'm sure Juve, some Italian teams seem to have quite often been involved in being yeah. the Inter Milan have been it on uh, Pro Evo at different points as well, and Roma were one year as well. But yeah, they always had a handful, and I was like, well, how did FIFA allow that then? Like, but it was it for a wee while, sense. you couldn't, I'm sure it was the Dutch or something, refused to give their permission for their stuff to get used on FIFA. Now, I don't know if they had a tie-up with Pro Evo, or if they were just like, nah, Danny Fan's letting you have it, but... It's just totally random. Like you, you mm. couldn't play as Holland for some bizarre reason. You still yeah. get the rumours every single year that the Scottish lower leagues are going to be on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what was a quality game? Champ Man was an awesome mm-hmm. football game before it. Well, it then effectively became Football Manager. Well, yeah. there were there, there were two different games. Was football? I thought Football Manager was when they had a fault. The folk who made Champ Man had a falling out. And well, the football were, they manager. They were certainly competitors for a while, were they not? Championship manager and football manager. Football mm. manager's the big one now. Yeah, right. but Championship I thought... Championship manager 2001-2002 was the pinnacle. Yeah, but I thought that <laughs> I thought football manager was born out of championship I manager. thought so I as well, yeah. That there I was some sort of schism. Out. And then, uh, yeah, and the football manager then just became the dominant again, one. Again, it's not a game I was ever massively into. I played it once. It was a, it was either Championship Manager or one or two. It was one of those that I played, but other than that, never got into it at all. It was it was just a poorer version of Pro Evo or FIFA for me. Well, that was it for me. Was I couldn't at a point where I was playing hours and hours of FIFA. I couldn't understand why you would want to play a football game and not play the football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I suppose for some people, I I enjoy. To be honest, I more prefer management games than like actual yeah. I probably do games. now as well. To yeah. be fair. So it's like at that it's age, not a though, were you into the tactic? Well, clearly you were, but it, like I think, like you, Andrew, I would have just been more into the let's just play the game. Yeah. Whereas now, when I, I play FIFA, and you're like, all right, okay, it's just the same game over and over and over, and yeah, you're you're playing a season, but. Uh, I'm bored now, so... It feels like to me that FIFA's kind of just become, like, you play against other people and that's what the draw of it is, and that's probably part of the reason, like, Ultimate Team and stuff have become bigger deals. Yeah. Um, Just to go back onto that, so, Football Manager 2005 is the first one, um, and it was following a split with Idios Interactive um, and Sports Interactive, who were the developers of the Championship Manager, All right. retained the rights to Championship Manager. Um, so, uh, so at that point it became football manager it's, in, it's interesting playing the likes of FIFA when you're not playing somebody else in that I would often set it on like easy mode and then because I'd win every game fifteen nil. yeah and then I'm like well what's the p- this isn't any fun so then you pop it up like a couple of levels but then you get to a point where you're actually losing I'm like I'll be damned if I'm getting beat by a computer and it was like, l- like you want to be getting beat a certain amount of the time, but you want to win every game two one. Yeah, no, you don't. You want it to win every game six five, because you don't want to play a game of FIFA and only have three goals in the game. Yeah, you want them to be high scoring. Did you yeah. ever used to play like FIFA when you'd like put the time like right up? Yes, and it was <laughs> and a, be a like, full length game, <laughs> and you'd be like, it is, f- and on easy mode, you'd be like, it is forty nine nil. 
excellent. I am dominant. 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I vividly remember doing that with my brother one time where it got to half time and we were both genuinely like, yeah, we need a break. And the break was like two hours. And the, the, like all of the goals are just like looping for two hours on the you, TV. You and your brother sitting having oranges. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like you're like, now nah, we've had enough after 45 minutes. Let's go and do something else. It's when the, the old ones that you used to have the ability to switch which side you were controlling with your controller. You can't do that in the, the latest ones. Oh, right. And mm. so you'd get to... You may be losing a game one nil, and you go, "I'm not losing this." <laughs> Switch <laughs> your controller to the other side and score three own goals. <laughs> Aye, or you could—I'm sure you could put it in the middle, could you not? You and could, if you were just, just like, "I can't play. be asked," I'll just let the computer play it for a wee while. So if you had your yeah. like full length game, ah, oh, come on, I did twenty-five nil up. Right, we'll just let the computer take over <laughs> while I go to the bog. <laughs> oh, it's twenty-five fourteen now. I better step back in here. What is going? Yeah. What do you mean that one-star team that I'm playing with can't beat this five-star team? <laughs> Ridiculous! <laughs> yeah, I think FIFA is best played when you're in the same room as the person that you're playing against. If you're 100%. sat on the same couch playing against them. Yeah. Aye, that's no, pretty good. Are and you, now you, I'm just looking know, around for like PlayStation. Paul, PlayStation, you PlayStation got, have you got FIFA? No FIFA, not. No. I the have number about seven iterations of FIFA at home. Yeah. I'll bring one. The, uh, the number of uh, high school rage moments I remember where like you were playing with someone and like a glass would get smashed or like somebody would just kick off and storm out and go home. Or Next week we'll be on Twitch or whatever it's called. Is it Twitch? Yeah. Well, is it time to plug our new social, yeah? <laughs> at the Castle View on Twitch. Yeah, because the other we're ones have been deleted. Because we've come <laughs> off them. So, if you were thinking about speaking to us on social media this week, tough. Hit follow us me. Hit us follow me. WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Follow me. What? Yes, Andrew, that's helpful for people. Follow, follow me. <laughs> follow me and everything in the whole... Or everything will be alright or whatever the fuck the Sounds like are. it should be a hashtag. Just like, hashtag follow me. Hashtag like, follow me. Follow, yeah. me, follow Stalk- me, follow me, follow me. Stalkers worldwide. <laughs> 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 Andrew's going down with like 42 guys in a bush. Just like, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> Say that like it's unusual. <laughs> no one follows you, Andrew. Don't worry about it, pal. I'm one of the 42. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, Callum. Come on. Shut up, man. You know what I see? Paul on social media has got a wee 42 in the bottom right of his profile picture. <laughs> we are, we the, are 42. the 42. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually oh, Paul and I, and we've got 40 blow up dolls that we just drag around <laughs> us. All heavily soiled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We had to throw Cindy the sex doll out last week, so we had to buy a new one. <laughs> we were the 41 for a brief period. <laughs> Dearing me. <laughs> Just have to load the tone, eh? Jesus Christ. My bad, guys. My bad. Dragged us into the gutter. I know. As if we weren't there anyway. Yeah. I mean, this podcast has thoroughly moved away from any current affairs whatsoever. It's not current affairs we are at all. Good chat, actually. I know. Yeah, We're at 47 right. minutes, and it's just been a blether. Although we are planning a special episode, a special recording that we are going to be recording straight after this one, aren't we? Which might, will it have a bit more of a current affairs Oh, lens, definitely. Or? I mean, it's... Current so affairs, just, just, idealistic. Well, yeah. yeah. Just, to, just to plug our special that will follow on from this episode, seeing as I think we're maybe coming to a bit of a close. 
we're going to decide what is it so scotland has be- just like gone fuck it to everything and we're starting afresh and we're going think to decide i think the best way to describe it is that scotland as a nation has there are no longer any ties with the united kingdom is something we're establishing and well, just well i think we have to establish that on the on the episode uh, no because we're establishing a new country Oh, aye, Was but our... we might decide yeah. to join another country. Away in fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically, a unionist argument. Mate. There is a, a national amnesia and there is no recollection of anything that has gone before. So all knowns have just been erased. I'd fucking love that, by the way. Not remembering Nicholas Darden's past. That would be excellent. She'd weasel her way back in within minutes. Of course. <laughs> of course the new... Supreme leader. <laughs> <laughs> All hail the leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got that coming up. So it's um, got that coming up. And you never know. We might do some more specials. We, we might have four specials because as we've been recording, we're just like, mate, this would be a quality idea too. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll emerge from here sometime next week. <laughs> Having recorded a w- a week 73 on specials. <laughs> Yes, so I think that does bring us to the end of this episode. We've no social media channels to plug anymore, so um, if you listen, like, subscribe, that sort is of that stuff. What, is that what they do on like, whatever? Yeah. review, subscribe, tell your friends. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your well, dad. Just via actually, the WhatsApps. Aye. Via the WhatsApps, because you all know us. Yeah, exactly. so, I mean, you don't actually know me, so, you know, message Andrew and Paul. Yeah. Because my dad doesn't listen anymore, so. Is he not? Nah. So that's chat too much shite for him. Ah, uh, definitely. I think he got bored after we dropped this. I think he was the only one who enjoyed our sports the chat. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well. See you later. See you in a bit. Cheerio.